A little song, a little dance, a little seltzer down your pants. Today, we examine the terrifying clowns! On this edition of Shriek, Shriek Previews! Dan. Hey, Brent. Hey, I liked that little intro. That was from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes. Uh, from the eulogy for, I believe it was Chuckles the Clown when he, his funeral and Mary Tyler Moore is attending that funeral like she was so apt to do. You mean that wasn't originally? Like me? That wasn't original to you. No, I mean, that's uh That's sad. Yeah. Sad, like a sad... But this is a clown episode, so we have to be happy happy and funny and whatever. Wacky. Wacky. Hey, hey. Hey. Krusty Uh, the Clown. Why do clowns horrify people? I love clowns. I think it's the fact that they're, they're so boisterous and in your face and that unnerve people and... They are not natural. I mean, not. you don't find them in nature. No. And um, also, this happens to be, we're in May, and this happens to be Ronald McDonald's birthday. Uh, yes. And so we should probably clarify to people that this episode of Shriek Previews is different. We're examining clowns, but not clowns that have come from the mind of Stephen King. Everyone no. thinks of scary clowns, they automatically think of Pennywise, and that's mm. a different episode. Yeah. So this is, uh, oh, oh, almost forgot the disclaimer. We're going to be spoiling movies. So if you haven't seen the movies yet, or you don't want the plot to be spoiled for you, turn off the podcast, go watch the movies, and then come back. So that's one thing I never understood. When you say spoiling movies, does that mean leaving a canister of film out? For too long? Uh, nah, never mind, never mind. Well, <laughs> uh, getting back to clowns. Getting back to clowns. Mm. I, I, I see you flunked out of clown college. Brunch! <laughs> 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 Doing a lot of clowning around. <laughs> oh, man. Urge to kill rising. <laughs> <laughs> so, first up... From 1980, I think it was 88. 88, hold on a second as I look at my notes. 1988, Killer Clowns from from Outer outer Space. space. Dun, dun, dun! dun. Directed by the Chiodo Brothers, who were FX artists. I did not know that. They were FX artists who uh, decided to make uh, this clown movie. They had this idea, and so they went into... Doing this, and I think they've done other projects since, but that was like the first breakthrough into actual going into directing. You know, the the movie itself, I don't know if it was just the fact that it was like the 80s or whatever, but the, the cinematography, the editing, the characters, it, it kind of reminded me, not in plot or anything like that, but just overall feel of Style. Night, Night of the Comet, it reminded me of. Mm. I saw that a long time ago. That might have been the same people. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. So I'll look that up while you talk about what what was your 
thoughts on killer I, clowns from outer space. Well, when you said that, it brought up the style. It had an 80s style, definitely. Oh, very That's 80s, That's what I yes. thought you were going to say. But um, I, um, you know, it's 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 a, it's really not a horror movie. I don't know what to call it. It's, it's an a- anomaly. It's, it's weird. science fiction. It's science fiction. Yeah, it's science fiction. Um, I, th- I thought it was very well made. I think it was made in a low budget. It's a kind of movie you watch after a night of drinking. You get home to the apartment. It's on already. You watch it all the way through. You go to bed. And in the morning you get up and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's the kind of movie it is. Uh, typical drive-in and late night fodder. Yeah. Good production value for its time, even though it was low budget. Mm-hmm. It plays up to the creepy clown stigma. That's what I like about it. It was just good fun if you roll with it. That's what you got to do. It still has elements of horror. So I guess it has its right to be taken apart by us. Sure. Starring John Vernon. John Vernon is a veteran actor. Well, he's passed since, but... Uh, he was the mayor of San Francisco in the old 1970s dirty original Dirty Harry film. Oh, okay. Mm, I then, thought you were going to tell me he was the actual mayor of San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also starred Susan Snyder, who used to be on Square Pegs and was in Weird Science, and Return to Living Dead Part 2, and she was in Seinfeld. Uh, Chris Titus, who's a famous comedian. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um Holy cow! That was Chris Titus. I didn't. Mm. I didn't even recognize. Yeah, that's crazy because he looks the same now as he did back then. He hasn't changed much. Nah. No, no. And um, well, the the movie I guess has developed kind of a, like a cult following, and there's even been a little bit of talk about a sequel from uh, from fans and stuff. But I don't know where that's going. Just what every everyone needs is a sequel to mm-hmm. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I yeah. think we need it, especially in this day and age. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, it was, um, it, it kept moving along. It kept you entertained. And that's what I've always said is the most important thing is that, it, well, yeah, I mean, it has to have a good story, but especially is that it keeps you entertained. It doesn't make you yawn. And I thought this movie had that. I like the whole theme of the, the cotton candy as the, uh, as the, the, the pods they were in mm-hmm. and, uh, and that wacky gun and the little, the, you know, all the vehicles. I thought, and even the tent that was a spaceship, I thought it all came together nicely. Uh, And I really enjoyed John Vernon as the angry cop. Right, yes. Yeah, he's just so over the top angry. Yeah, Uh, Hooper, was it a name? Or what was it? Or uh, Mooney, Mooney. Mooney, Mooney. Yeah, so I I gave it a six skulls. Six skulls, okay. You know, I thought that the movie premise itself was ridiculous and stupid. The acting was bad, mm. and overall, it just wasn't a great movie. However, the two redeeming qualities it had was the set design was gorgeous, mm-hmm. especially inside the spaceship, and there's one scene where they're looking in, they're like in this big cavern, they're looking at across like this chasm and at the reactor or whatever of mm-hmm. it, and if you look closely, that set, that background is all painted. It reminded me of uh, of the scene in Star Wars where um, the Death Star, yeah, where they're swinging, where they across. swinging yeah, across. Exactly. It reminded Similar. me of the, 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 the tractor beam or whatever that was. Yeah, that we're trying to. Yeah. Yep. You know, so uh, the I thought the set design was amazing, and the the clowns for for being the eighties, not having CGI, it's all practical effects. The clowns looked great. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the facial expressions, even though those were clearly masks. 
the the there's expression to the faces and the mm-hmm. mouths moved and the ears moved and the yeah. eyes and stuff like that. The, I thought the little ears doing that, yeah. you know, and the, 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 the grimace. Yeah. Right. So overall, I, those two things were, I was particularly impressed with. So if you just looked at the plot and the premise of the movie, I think it would have given, I would have given it three skulls, mm. but the set design and the, co- the costuming and the clowns bumps it up to five skulls for me. Mm. You know, not a great movie, but. Not a bad movie. Yeah, not a bad movie. Yeah, me too. I, I, I agree. I overlooked the, the settings. The settings were actually very good. Yeah. I really enjoyed looking at that. And, um, and uh, you know, other than that, I mean, what else can you say about this movie? It's a cult. It's, it's, it was entertainment value, you know. It was okay. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie, like you said. But, right. eh, it, it was- killed some time. Typical cheesy 80s B-movie. Typical cheesy 80s USA. Up! All night type of Ronda Shear, you know, type of thing. Yeah, or, if anybody remembers that. Wow, yeah. Or Shut up. I could see that on <laughs> Son of Svengooli. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or even Mystery Science Theater 3000. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you gave it six, you Six said? skulls. And I gave it five. So a nice middle of the road. Yep. All right. And now we jump ahead to 2014. Hang on a second. 2014, correct. 2014, Mm. Eli Ross Clown. He actually produced this. It was directed by John Watts. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Who also did Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, He did, uh, I think, Ellie Roth did Cabin Fever, Green Inferno. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, Green Uh, Inferno. I think he he was involved. I don't know if he directed or, or produced, but he was involved with Hostel. Yeah, and Hostel. That's yep. That's one of those. And um, and uh, and then John Watts did, like I said, Spider-Man: Homecoming. He's also supposed to be directing Far From Home, or did direct uh, No Way Home. I don't know. No Way right. Home is the one coming up. Coming up. Okay. Um, yeah, there was Homecoming, and then Far From Home was the second one. And so, and uh, Eli Roth has actually been in uh, a fair number of movies as an actor as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think his movies are good. I, I really enjoy like Green Inferno and Hostel. See those movies, I I didn't care for because they were too. Eli Ross movies are kind of his trademark is is they're very raw mm-hmm. and Hostel just the the torture scenes and stuff. It was it was too real for me. And uh, Green Inferno, the cannibalism and stuff like that. I just they're they're well done, but they're too well done. Too they're they're not entertaining to me. Mm, okay, so that to me that's not entertainment. Now I had seen Clown before, and I didn't remember much about it. I I didn't remember hating it. So, but when I rewatched it again for this. I got a newfound appreciation for it. I really like this movie. Me too. And it's, I mean, the brilliance of taking a subject like clowns and turning turning it basically into demon possession. Yeah. It was uh, the look and the advancement of the, the, from just the makeup all the way to the end where he's like the full demon and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really, really well done. And it was still raw in that this movie touched on a topic which is largely avoided in Hollywood, and that's killing children. Mm. 
Yes, in, you're right. In Hollywood, it, I mean, children disappear, but you don't really see. You don't know. You don't, you know, it, you, like, for instance, in another clown movie, in It, you know, we see kids, we see a kid in the sewer, and then Pennywise comes at it, and it just goes blank, and next no. we see is a, a, a missing poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. with this one... When this clown goes after a kid, we see the blood splatter across the the TV screen, and then later we see him coughing up bones from the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see him in the the Playland at the the Playland place or whatever, and he's like the Chuck E. Cheese of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and he's hovering over the kid, being Mm -hmm. really creepy and stuff. This is stuff you don't normally see in Hollywood. No, and Eli Rotwell and and. John Watts. John Watts. They they tackled it and they tackled it well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it, it was gory, but it wasn't uh what's the word I'm looking for? Gratuitous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um I like that the film went right to the action from the very beginning. It was like this guy in a in a you know, in a tough spot. Excuse me. In a tough spot, he needed a a, a clown. He needed a clown because the guy got sick. And he finds this thing and puts it on, and you know he's uh, he's doing a, this good deed for his kid, and then um, and it just from there it just evolves, you know, it just takes you take you know runs away with itself. Uh, from the moment he's like uh, after the party, he's resting on a sofa, and you hear that 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 the suit start creaking and, and conforming to his body, you know, mm-hmm. loved it. Um, and then the next day, you know, he's got the exacto knife and he's trying to cut it open. He cuts his wrist. Cuts his wrist. I was like, oh, I mean, I, I felt that. Me too. Me too. Having to go to work like that, having to take his kid to school. There was hints and nuances of dark humor. Mm-hmm. And uh, just enough. Yeah. And it was very dark. Uh, and I then the dog with the, know, the dog turning evil the because dog turning, and, and in that part where, he, where, where, where that guy cuts his head off and the dog's still kind of walking backwards as he's dying yeah holy shit yeah um, the clown had this sinister reptilian look to it if mm-hmm. you look closely you, you see the patterns like a reptile yeah like I thought it was great um, great character monster and you know great costume uh, even the, the actor who played the clown, even when I looked him up on IMDb, he even reminded me of like a clown. <laughs> yeah, a little like bit, a clown. You know? He and had that look. I, I love the, you know, at the end when he's full demon or when the wife is looking at the video of the full demon at the from the past, you can tell it's a clown, Yeah, but it looks very demonic. Yeah. It was really well designed. Horn sticking yeah, the out, horn out of it and everything yeah. like that. Being tied to the chair and he's all violent and and he's still a clown, you know. Yeah, it was cool. I liked uh, that actor Peter Stormari. I think his name is. He was in Fargo and Eight Millimeters in Armageddon and Big Lebowski. He's the uh, he's the the guy that had the uh, the, the previous owner for the of the the suit. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He did a good job too. I thought he was good. Yeah, I've seen him in a lot of a lot of movies. Oh yeah, he's uh, very good. He's very popular. And um, uh, I also wanted to mention I really like that scene where that kid jumps into that 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 uh, pool of balls and he's like, ah, oh, somebody peed, peed in, in here, here, and he gets out his, his sock is all bloody. Yeah, there's just so many solid scenes yeah. uh, the part with the table saw or whatever I was and then, just about to say that yeah you know, the, the, the little kid breaks and just goes right through the little kid oh man I felt bad for that little kid uh-huh. oh he just Again. wanted to, to befriend the clown man uh, Mr. Clown Mr. I brought clown, you some nope. food so that's it 
And the scene where where uh, Kent decides to blow his brains out, and it's like it's rainbow all, frosting. It's all rainbow. Yes, it's great. And then he just gets back up. He's like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know what else could we say about this movie? Except it's a solid movie. I it's, was I was actually torn between giving it nine or ten skulls. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I thought it was a, a a really good movie. I gave it eight. Like I said, I the movie. I, I, why wouldn't I give this nine or ten? This is my thinking: is that I thought it was a very fresh idea. It kept me riveted. You know, I just the whole time I loved the character. It was a the the thing is that it's this this, this it's this tragic character, just a regular guy that got in this unfortunate and bad situation mm-hmm. and made him all the more just feel for him you know just I was just really um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for empathetic I, no I was really taken into with this whole this guy you know I felt so bad for him even like when you said he cuts his wrist trying to get cuts his nose trying to you know trying to take that ridiculous that's nose called off. empathy empathetic empathy, that's what I just yeah. said <laughs> I didn't, I didn't empathetic hear. no it's feeling the I, guy I heard, I heard pathetic oh well yeah it's just pathetic <laughs> I think you know this movie was really cool and like I said when he cuts his wrist I was like you know and I, I felt for the guy I think the reason why I'm not gonna give it a 9 or a 10 is it wasn't scary to me no it was cool and it was a really well-made movie, mm. but it wasn't scary. And so for that reason, I can't give it a 10 or even a 9. Mm. I give it a 9. Okay. I give it a 9. I thought it was a good, solid horror movie. Well, you're right. There wasn't It wasn't as scary as some other ones we've seen, but mm-hmm. it was still a very good, watchable horror movie, I thought. Oh, yeah. Good, very good, well- good monster. Yeah. I, I have to say... This may be one I have to pick up from my shelf now mm-hmm. Now that I've seen it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I, I'm i shocked at myself that I didn't really remember. Maybe the last time I watched it I was really tired or something like that. But this time I, I watched it and I really got into it. I really loved it. So mm-hmm. It was a good movie. Yeah, so you gave it nine skulls. I gave it eight skulls. Uh, this sounds like this is probably one of the highest rated films we've we've done so far mm-hmm. for this podcast. So that's Killer Clowns from Outer Space and Clown the Movie mm-hmm. as opposed to Clown the Breakfast Cereal. So moving on to next segment, uh, now that we're getting past pandemic things are starting to open up theaters are starting to open movies are starting to come out again dan what are you looking forward to uh definitely the conjuring mm-hmm. even though i think the title and i've said this before and i'll say it again yeah. the title's kind of cheesy i thought but the sub the the, the subtitle the subtitle but um but i still want to see it because oh, yeah, the last two were great and i expect hopefully to, at least to be at the same level sure um, I uh, that one movie I can't think about was about the girl the the that uh, that she's possessed the and Virgin she, Mary one yes thing. what is it called yeah. man it was the unholy the unholy that one I kind of want to see I heard it somebody saw it and they said it was really good somebody that I know so. oh yeah apparently it released April second twenty twenty one so it's been out about you know over a month now and 
budget was ten million, and it, at the box office, it made eleven point three million. That's not great. No, of course, of course, with we, theaters being closed yeah. and stuff like that. Because um, this only takes into account box office, like theater, right? Not like HBO yeah, or no. anything like that. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to Army of the Dead, which is Zack Snyder's new zombie movie. Uh, Zack Snyder had done a zombie movie in the past, but I don't remember which one it was. Let me. I mean, he's obviously well known for Batman versus Superman and and so on and so forth. Uh, the original director of Justice League before they changed that. He did Watchmen. Oh, Dawn of the Dead. He he directed the, Dawn the, of the, the remake. Dead. The two thousand four. Uh, he had it in a remake. Yeah, yeah. two thousand four. That was a really good one. I'm really looking forward to. Army of the Dead, what the description on that is, after a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries takes the ultimate gamble by venturing into the quarantine zone for the greatest heist ever. Holy cow. That, so, looks, that sounds like a really good plot. Yeah, and it then, had a budget and, and, of over $70 million. And it's nice to see Nick Cage making movies again. I haven't seen it. Sound, it feels like I haven't seen him in, in a long time. Nick Cage? He's Isn't he in... Oh, who's that... Uh, Who's in it? No, uh, Dave Bautista. Oh, okay. That's a wrestler. Yeah. And he's uh, um, Drax from Guardians of well, the, the Galaxy. What am I thinking Nick Cage You're is? Thinking Nick Cage, I was telling you about Willie's Wonderland. Oh, that's right. Is, uh, God damn it. Another one I'm looking forward to, which looks like Five Nights at Freddy's, mm. the movie, even though they probably couldn't get the Five Nights at Freddy's licensing or whatever, so they mm-hmm. decided to do, do something similar, so... Yeah, Nick Cage is doing horror movies again, just not this one. Yeah. Although he did, in 2019, he did Color Out of Space, which was an H.P. Lovecraft. What's it called? Co- the Color Out of Space. I've not seen that. It was okay, but Lovecraft mm. stuff is really weird. Yeah, it is. And so, uh, but yeah, lots. Of, I'm also looking forward to Spiral. That's coming yeah, out that very soon. Chris Rock and, and um, Chris... who's the other guy? Is it? Is that Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. I was going to say Danny Glover. No, it's Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson. So uh, Danny Glover was in one of the previous Saw movies. So he mm, was right. uh, he was uh, Detective David Tapp in, mm-hmm. I think, was that Saw 1 or 2? I don't remember. I don't remember. So yeah, folks, that I think should wrap it up for today. If you want to reach out to us, reach out to us at shriekpreviews at gmail.com. Also make sure you hit up our new Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash shriek previews we're gonna get a little more uh involved in facebook now and uh i think that was i think that should be our for the time being our social media of choice Mm -hmm. so hit us up there then you can interact with us better than in some of the other social networks and stuff like that so check out, uh, make sure you, you like the page and uh, interact with us. We'll be posting more there. So any final thoughts, Dan? So a guy walks into the doctor's office and he says, Doc, Doc, I got this tumor growing out of the size of my, my neck. It's shaped like a clown. And the doctor takes one look at it and says, Don't worry, it's nothing serious. <laughs> it's nothing serious because it looks like a clown. Get it? It, it looks like a clown, man. Get out. Bye, folks. Bye.